Welcome to the House of Truth Podcast. This is your host, Quam Adams. We are brought to you by The Christ of France, where we talk about everything from politics to pop culture and what the Bible has to say about it, helping you to navigate your way through the craziness that we call America in the 21st century in a biblical way. And, uh, you know, because everything is crazy nowadays. Everything's upside down and backwards. And uh, so welcome. Thank you guys for showing up, listening to the podcast today. We are going to talk about something that everybody's talking about. Um, And it's uh, a crazy situation. But what we can learn from it is very uh, detrimental to us, especially as men in uh, the 21st century right now. Uh, I want to talk about Deion Sanders. So any of you guys are football fans or college football fans, or even if you're not a, a football fan, this is something that's pertinent to us because it's pretty interesting what's going on here. So let me give you a little bit, a little bit of background. Um, Deion Sanders obviously was a, a prolific uh, sports figure um, in football and baseball back in the 90s. Uh, this guy was uh, probably one of the best athletes that ever graced the gridiron uh, that we ever saw. This guy was a cornerback, and, and he also played wide receiver for the Cowboys, um, and, you know, a special teams specialist, super speedy. Uh, you know, he was a great athlete, you know, Hall of Fame athlete. But what was even bigger about him was that he had created this persona about himself called primetime you had to call him primetime neon dion uh and i just recently found out that he actually just literally created that character <coughs> excuse me that caricature of himself uh in order to get popularity in order to bring him one step above just being a great athlete because there's a ton of great athletes it was a marketing ploy that he created while he was in his dorm room in college in order to bring attention to himself, and it worked. He said that he got his inspiration from Brian Bosworth, uh, of all people, and he created a persona, uh, prime time, that, you know, flashy and danced in the end zone and, and would bring a show, uh, not just a great athlete, but bring a show, and it worked um, for him. And uh, that actually, that persona um, has actually played well for him, even into what's going on now. So fast forward from him retiring, and and, uh, by the way, he became a believer, got saved, and uh, found out who he really was, who God created him to be, and uh, has always been a dynamic personality. So fast forward till now, this guy, Deion Sanders, becomes... Uh, or takes on a head coaching job at a HBCU about three seasons ago. HBCU, for for those of you that don't know, is a historically black college university. So he took on a head coaching position there, a pretty high-profile position uh, at Jackson State University. Jackson State University is one of the most popular uh, HBCUs uh, in the country, and their football program was doing terrible. But last time they had a really good season was in like 1996. They were doing horrible. Now, for those of you that don't know, a lot of HBCUs, unless you're like Howard or, you know, one of the plop, really super, you know, super popular ones, uh, you know, um, here in Atlanta and other places, Clark University, some of those that are super popular, um, a lot of these HBCUs don't get a lot of money. They don't have a lot of backing. Uh, they're... 
some of the culture there is pretty not good. It's just not a it's not a good look for a lot of places. But they go there. People go there because they want to be around people that look like them. They want to be feel like they're in a safe space as a black person. Blah blah blah. All of that. Um, they originally were created uh, for school to be schools to teach black people when other white typically white universities would not allow black people to come in or when you would go there if you did they did allow you then you would be harassed and all that stuff back in the you know 30s 40s 50s 60s uh so that's what you know hbcus were for but they're typically not on par just uh financially uh just with facilities wise with the average quote-unquote predominantly white school pw they call it pwi hate all these terms. So anyway, so he's um, coaching there. And because of his impact, because of who he is, uh, real quickly, he brought that school from a terrible, um, terrible uh, record to a winning record, like 12, like, what was it like? 10 and three, his second season, and then a 12 and 0 record in his last season there to where now, uh, you know, recruits and people want to come play for him. Right. So basically we're showing the impact that one person can have on an entire community and an entire, you know, on, on his world or sphere of influence. One person, Dion naturally attributes his impact to his uh, walk with God. And he's a no nonsense guy, man. He is an old school, get in there, work hard, we're coming to win, no lose attitude, not losing anything. We're not here to compete, we're here to win. That's his attitude. And in today's day and time, that is considered toxic. That could be considered toxic masculinity because he is not uh, taking back for anybody and he's not coming for second place. He's coming to com- to win. Not com- not even compete, but to win. And in today's society, you know, you don't talk like that. But what's funny is the elites will tell you that. The elites will tell you that, you know, uh, that is toxic, that that is some in some ways toxic. But the rest of the regular people, the regular folk, people that, that understand reality are very, very attracted to that kind of an attitude because it's not cocky, it's confident. Now, prime... Primetime, you know, could have seen as being cocky, wearing a chains and all of that and dance, all that. They could have seen him as cocky. But underneath it all was a confidence that was there since he was a child and then got solidified when he became a believer. Because now we know who, who, he, who he's confident in. He's not confident in himself. And, and Dion has said this many times. He's confident in the power of God that works through him which is so awesome because, again, this is what this channel is about. It's what this podcast is about. Um, how does these things that are come happening in the world fit into the Christian perspective? Um, and so, so yeah, so now he, he's, you know, being the, the, the coach and, and of Jackson State brought them to a place of prominence. People were, you know, happy with what he was doing. The problem is, is that he uh, was trying to get money to come into the program he was trying to get celebrities he was trying to get the boosters he was trying to get people to invest in jackson state and and create up an atmosphere a place where 
an HBCU can be brought to prominence, not just for football, but for everything else. And what made it, you know, when you listen to him talk, what made it uh, amazing was that he was saying that, you know, only a, a small percentage of my players are going to make it to the NFL. What about the rest of these guys? I want to make sure the rest of these guys have something that they can offer to the world, but we have to be able to present them a place, college, that is on par with everywhere else. Why else would they w- w- want to come here? Why, you know, why w- would they want to come here if it's subpar? So we need more money to come into this program. And he put his money where his mouth was because they – his salary was, uh, I think it was $1.4 million for four years, right? That is way lower than what most college, uh, major college coaches make um, that are at major programs. $1.4 million for four years, which meant to be, came out to about, what, $300,000, a little bit more than $300,000. And even in that, uh you know, three hundred thousand dollars is nothing to 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 uh, uh, Deion Sanders. So even in that, he took half of his salary and gave it to the school to be able to support and uplift and and any try. He worked a lot of his connections to bring with uh, Under Armour to bring uh, the state of the art equipment to the school. You know, he he did a lot for that school. And then, you know, then something happened, something crazy happened. And and uh, then the liberal woke uh, people came out in droves and and swiftly turned on Deion Sanders. Before I tell you what that is, what happened, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, the Christocrats. They are an organization that seeks to inform, equip uh, encourage the body of Christ in all things from pop color, pop culture to politics and what we should think and say and do biblically in order to represent the kingdom of God in the public square. So go ahead and go on to their website, thechristocrats.org. That's thechristocrats.org. And drop your email address, become a part of the family. Um, they are doing some great things and beginning to ramp up to do even more things so that the body of Christ can be supported in our fight to um, stand up for biblical principles that also dovetail into patriotism for this country. Um, and uh, it's a great organization ran by some great people. And uh, so, yeah, go to the org and check them out and become part of the team. So. With Deion Sanders now, something happened. He brought the, the team to a great prominence. He brought the team to some some great great things happening. He sacrificed some of his own money, put his money where his mouth was, you know, and people were loving him. So then he gets a uh, offer to take over the head coaching job at Colorado State University, which is typically a PWI, as they say, a predominantly white institution. And now, you know, let's rewind just a little bit. I said that he was trying to bring prominence and money and things to uh, Jackson State University. (coughs) Excuse me. And uh, he was getting pushback. He was getting no help, no love. Nobody was putting their money where their mouth was but him. 
and it's frustrating. I can I could understand how frustrating that would be. We have all this Black Lives Matter. Some all these people talk about how much we want to encourage black spaces and black people don't get opportunities. Blah blah blah. All that whining and crying, and you have someone doing something about it of prominence, and then you don't turn around and help him. Why didn't any of these celebrities? who are billionaires, who are, have millions and millions of dollars, kick in some money to Deion Sanders. Even Deion Sanders couldn't get support that he needed for black university. But yet these people want to, these are the same people that want to beat you over the head for either not going to an HBCU or not supporting one or not really, you know, it's not really on your radar. They want to beat you over the head over that in virtue signal, but yet they don't put their money where their mouth is. It's this typical leftist liberal hypocrite. Hip- hypocritical uh you know actions so anyway he decides to take the job at uh colorado state university um they are doing terrible as well it's a terrible program as far as football is concerned and then you have a lot of black folk who are calling him a traitor he is a sellout he was there for the money and milked them for their money uh, Jackson State, that is, and then left, which is a, the stupidest thing I could think of that to, to say, right? Um, and then, you know, you have them, that, the people that, the naysayers. Most people understand and realize that what Deion Sanders is doing is uh, the right move. He did what he could do, and now he's being moved into a space, an area that generally... Uh, is not reserved or doesn't have black representation. And so he's checking off all the blocks, you know, representation, uh, moving forward and, and, uh, moving onward and upward, taking on a challenge. And, uh, I I believe he's going to turn that really turn that program around. Now, what I wanted to get to is the impact that one man can have now because of Deion Sanders, success and his attitude and who he is he has literally uh changed the trajectory of an entire school in a matter of a couple of days what do i mean by that well there's a thing called the portal within sports uh, within college sports um where young people who are in high school or in college can register themselves in the trade portal or in the transfer portal, whatever you want to call it, where they are letting every, you know, the colleges know that they, they are open to transferring to another school. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm getting over a cold. Um, where they're opening open to transferring to another school, uh, from the school that they are or from high school and, the, and, and where they would want to go. And what, why that's significant for Colorado State is that when they found out, when the news hit that Deion Sanders was taking the job with Colorado State, a lot of four-star, five-star, three-star players declared their eligibility in the portal to go play for Deion Sanders. Normally, why that's a big deal is normally a school will have to do recruiting and especially a school that is, you know, has a a bad 
reputation for their football team. They don't have a good football team. They've had terrible seasons and all that. Uh, the number one thing that they have to do is recruit good players to turn that turn it around. And and what God has done for Deion Sanders is that because of his reputation and because of his dedication to excellence and and being a man of God and doing the right thing, he doesn't even have to even think about recruiting. All of them want to come play for him. Now, this is changing the landscape, possibly changing the whole landscape of complete of college football totally. Because, you know, you got four and five star players from Alabama from other places that are wanting to leave or at least saying that they would be willing to leave to go play for coach prime uh, in a college university that their team does not have a historically great um, at least recently uh, a football program. They're not a winning team, but the belief in, who Deion Sanders is and what he brings to the table is so strong that many, many, many kids are willing to place their trust in him. Now, these are young men, right? Young men of all kinds, white, black, linemen, receivers, quarterbacks, all that. They are willing to throw their hat in the, in the pot to be able to be uh, play for Deion Sanders, young men who are relating to a man who is not, uh, what will we say, acquiescing to the the modern call for men to be women, <laughs> without to say it plainly. Young men are flocking to this guy. Why? Because it shows that the desire for true manhood is so strong that any person, a person that exhibits that in the face of a society that says testosterone, just having testosterone is toxic. Uh, being a man is toxic. Um, but the regular people are showing the opposite of that. And we need to take note of that. And we need to, uh, the takeaway should be that us men and even women out there should support this. Us men who are conservative, who are believers, and even, yes, black men out here especially, we need to um, step into, lean into uh, real manhood, uh, real uh, masculinity that is defined by scripture and defined by those that have gone before us, uh, not bullying, not being mean, not being overbearing, not being domineering, but masculine. Men that are not afraid to be a man. Men that are not afraid to be tough and strong and uh, aggressive when needed. Um, Jordan Peterson talks about this, that every good man needs to be dangerous and have the uh, uh, fortitude or I guess the morality to know when to use it and when not to. <clears throat> uh, but defanging or declawing men is only going to be detrimental for society. Uh, and so when you're a man that's defined by scripture, then you become a man who is sacrificial. You become a man who uh, is courageous. The Bible says that you know, cowards are not will not inherit the kingdom of God. You become a man who 
uh, has control over his emotions. You become a man who can show emotions. You become a man who um, knows how to worship uh, God, the one God that is above you, and at the same time teach your family how to do so. You're you. Uh, the Bible tells men that we are to love our wives like Christ loved the church. And, and that is a high, huge uh, challenge to men uh, to do that. So all those things come together to make men that uh, embrace their masculinity and testosterone and, and, and are in the right manner. And we see right now in front of our faces, that is the reason why these young men are flocking to Deion Sanders. <clears throat> and it's a great thing to see, and it's tripping out a lot of these people, a lot of these leftist little, you know, yellow-bellied, weak-spined people. And included in that is your boy James Cameron. He has a movie coming out called uh, Avatar, the water something experience, or the water place, or the place of the water, whatever it is. I'm about the blue people, now they're in water. Um, and... He made a statement that says, <laughs> hilarious. This brother said that testosterone is a toxin that men need to slowly get rid of. Yeah, it, it's as silly as that, as, as that. As you're thinking, the face that you just made is the face that I made. Testosterone is a toxin that men need to slowly get rid of. This fool said this in front of people with a with a straight face and this is what we're up against and i don't even have to defend that 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 comment or or, or uh attack that comment excuse me because you understand how crazy and dumb that comment is in the first place um but this is what we're up against and so you contrast Deion Sanders, who says, I'm coming to win. I'm not coming to have a program to just compete. We're coming to win and dominate. And we're going to dominate in everything that we do. We're going to pay the price. Uh, we're, we're not coming to play around or to hang out, but we're coming to do our job here. And that is resonating with young men who are starving for masculine, uh, upstanding men who are willing to uh, do the hard work to 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 be the kind of man that everybody really actually wants. So I'm applauding Deion Sanders. I'm hoping for the best for him. I believe that they're going to have a great season next year. You know, you want to give him some some room to grow, but he's getting all the recruits that he wants. And the first thing that he said uh, when he went into practice is the same thing that most coaches would say. You know, to a losing team, to you know. A team that uh, young men, he said, you know what, you're, basically your spot is not guaranteed. You know, any kind of loser mentality that we may have, that you may have had where you're just kind of coasting and cruising along, and I'm paraphrasing him, you, your spot's not guaranteed. I'm coming with luggage with me. I got people that, that I'm bringing with me. So we're all going to compete for all of our spots. And that is the kind of challenge that young men and men respond to. If you are a, if you have what it takes on the inside, uh, or looking to get what it takes on the inside, a challenge is what is needed. You know, young men don't need to be just given everything. We don't need to get participation trophies because that makes for a weak man later on in life and a weak society. Uh, to boot, and I know that women out there who are worth their weight in in uh, in who they are as a woman um, 
and women of God, they want to have men and not just their own men, but men in general in their society uh, be able to face challenges and relish in the chance to prove themselves because nine times out of 10, the man will prove himself uh, when he is challenged. But we have to allow for those challenges. And so uh, Coach Dion Sanders went his first speech to the team was like, we're going to get a challenge. It's not going to be just, uh, you know, just uh, uh, free for all, you know, because your spot isn't guaranteed. And so that a lot of people jumped in that portal and they're ready to go. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen in this offseason season. Uh, in all in the college offseason and and how they're going to start out and all that so i'm excited to see that um us men we need to take note and uh and do the same sort of things in our own lives so that god can be glorified and that the society and by and large can be encouraged so right now you know we have in georgia we have the runoff today actually and we're going to see what happens with that with between herschel walker and Raphael warlock I mean, Warnock, um, and we'll see what happens um, and who gets to get that seat. But it's very important. So y'all need to be praying for that, that Herschel Walker gets gets voted in um, and uh, that God's will will be done. So we we uh, appreciate y'all um, listening. And that's all I got for you. Um, make sure that you uh, live your life in a way that is not shrinking back like Hebrews 10 39 says the Bible says that we are not of those that shrink back so you should not be that either as a believer and as a conservative we need to let our voices be heard um, make sure you check out the rest of our podcasts and go to the Christ and sign up and become part of the army and we'll see you next time